Hey people, this is Aram. This week we check back in with Queen Franny to find out how she and the great capital of Ani are weathering the blockade. We're also posting an interview with Kay for all of our amazing Patreon supporters, so be sure to check that out at patreon.com slash Vardian. We hope you have enjoyed this return to God's Fall, and we are eager to record more content for you very soon. To do that, we need to get myself back and forth to Washington, D.C., at a time that works for the rest of the cast. Right now, we are planning a recording in early December that will correspond with PAX U. We'd love to get other recordings scheduled, but we can't do that without your support. To help us out, check out our amazing support page at godsfall.com team, where you can find links to all of the amazing ways you can support the show. We've got tons of bonus Patreon content, t-shirts, and direct ways to donate that don't require monthly signups. There are also links to review the podcast, and the last few dozen first print world books we have on hand are up for sale. So come by and check us out. We'd really appreciate it. Queen Franny. Yep. You are on your throne. You've been on your throne for some time now. Time is strange in the throne room. You could have been there for weeks. You could have been there for months. You just can't tell. But you do have full control over the space, as well as everything the water of Ani touches. All right, so I'm in the statue or whatever yeah inside the head of inside the head of the statue Sito the dead god of the sea um and I can control everything the magic waters of any touch in addition to that you have ordered your minions basically to attach large godstones to the mass of several of Ani's royal main ships mm-hmm. Anywhere those ships go, you can follow with them and see everything within a mile around them. You also have full control over those golden constructs, and you can send those out with the ships as well. Same radius? Same radius. As long as the golden constructs are within a mile of one of those ships or within a mile of Ani, you have control over them. Can't I just ask my minions how much time has elapsed? Yes, absolutely you can. So... I, I'm not aware of time in a like personal sense, but it's real easy to find out. Yeah, three months. <laughs> yeah, exactly three months. Fair enough. Yeah. So in this three months, yeah. what has elapsed? In this three months, the blockade has strengthened. The Kadarian blockade. Correct. Mm-hmm. And otherwise than that, um, Ani's been pretty stable. They, they are down on supplies and getting lower. Um, the royal fog cutters from Ryland have continued to make deliveries, but there's only two of them, and they bring the most profitable supplies over. So, you know, your grain's getting down, your beans are getting down, corn is getting down, all the main staple foods are getting down. You guys do grow food, but not enough to sustain 
the entire population. How is that magic elf bread made? How is the magic elf bread made? Remember there was some magic food. I'm trying to remember. That when we went with the old lady. Oh, oh, that's something that, that the wild elves do. Right. But yes, the, you can, I mean, possibly get some of that during the Ryland. The, the next Ryland ship that comes, I mean, you can ask for it, sure. Get some of that, or if I still have some, which presumably I do. You have a personal stash, yes. Right, because I have a pouch, my yeah. pouch that is always with me. Yes, absolutely. I mean, couldn't I reverse engineer it? Sure, you could, well, or you could, like, give someone and say, get on this. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah. Get it reverse engineered to create rations for the city so you have like one of so one of your uh tenants you know is summoned right right yeah yes, how, do, how, how do they how do people get back and forth you would open a portal in that well and they would have to leap into the well and then they plunge in and appear in your throne room so that's quite a literal leap of faith then yes it is um they must really love me well or fear you one of the two I'm not that scary. Some love you, some fear you, some probably a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Well, I'm the only one keeping the city functioning, so. That's true. That's fair. So what is, what, what do I know of, mostly because I just can't remember because it's been so long. What, what's the deal with the Kadarian blockade? Why? The Kadarians, this is what they claim. The Kadarians claim that the blockade is to establish equality, that Ani takes too many resources, mm. charges too many taxes, eats up too much of the gold, and that that's unfair to the rest of the five kingdoms. Mm -hmm. So the so their official line is that they're trying to bring equality to the rest of the kingdom. What you really think they're doing, and whatever, and what what others suspect high up is that they're just looking for control and power, like they always are. Right. Okay. And what do I know about the idiots? The only thing you've heard is that they were at the Spear of Jardin. So they were all the, the way doid. south. Yes, exactly, <laughs> by the Doid. They were all the way south and were at the Spear of Jardin, and several of your soldiers saw them, and that was reported back to you. They were with Queen Cyrena. Right. And the, her entire crew. Now, they, the crew left and sailed north, but did so without... The idiots. It was just Queen Cyrena and her crew. So at some point they got separated. And what do I know about Haldir? Nothing so, right now. Because I released him. Yeah, right. So Joe could keep playing the game. Right. Yes, <laughs> let's be clear. Yeah. It's not an action I actually would have taken because I'm not fucking stupid. No, you were just being nice to you were being nice so Joe could do something in the game. Right. Yeah. So See, I'm we, not evil. Yeah. Queen Cyrene, uh, Queen Friday released him, and that's the last anyone's heard or seen of him. Including from wherever he emerged from whence I released him. Well, he emerged from the well. There was a little bit of conflict there. He was trying to establish himself on the throne. Your mother wasn't pleased with any of it. Gringle got thrown into prison, and eventually Haldir left. Your mother threw him into a prison because thought that it felt like that he was trying to usurp you. Gringle. Yes. I see. Yeah. Um, He's there now, as is one of Haldir's assistants or thralls or whatever. What of those jackdaws or the lions? One or? of the one of the uh, jackdaws, exactly. 
uh, how closely are Gringle and Jackdaw in in the prison? They're like they're like in cells next to each other. All right. And have I just learned that Gringle has been imprisoned? You just heard. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't take a lot on faith from my parents. Fair enough. Because, I mean, if anyone's a usurper, frankly, it's going to be one of them. That's fair. It's certainly your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think I would have Gringle fetched. Okay. Perfect. So. All right. So they run off. Oh, um, right. But Michael's not here. That's okay. I can fake it. Okay. And in the meantime, I have some questions about the Aeneian water, mostly because, again, I cannot remember. Of course. So what is the source? Where does it come from? So the source of all of the magical water of Ani comes from the tier of Sito, okay. which used to be the basically the god of the sea's heart. Right. It sits suspended in a glass column above the throne room, mm -hmm. explodes water out of it, and then filters off through the aqueducts throughout all of Ani. So it's sort of sui generis water. Yes. It doesn't, it's not like desalinated out of the sea. Nope. And then it just... It just, well, it gets generated, but what it's really doing is being pulled from the sea around the god of Sido into his mouth. Okay. And then transported there into the uh tier of Cedo. so like a magical desalination system basically okay. yeah yeah the god himself the dead god's body is being used to desalinize and magically enhance the water okay and that can only be done through the tier of c2 or it's just the big statue thing under the water or wherever this like liminal space is as far as you understand that's how the system works it can only be done that way it has to come through the god through his actual body uh -huh. and then be transported but you know via his his heart into the sea into the city okay because i gotta tell you yeah that what i think i really would have been working on would have been how to expand the reach of the water sure well what do you mean by the reach of the water like so if it's only the magical waters of Ani that, right. you know, is the extent of my control yeah. plus the godstones or yeah. whatever on, mounted on the ships. But if the source of the water is the King Sea itself, I would think that I would want control of all the oceans. Well, the problem is that once the water gets further and further from the tier of Sea 2, it gets less and less powerful. Okay. So once it's but almost by the time before it gets to the water, it's run out of power. Mm. It's no longer magical. It's just water at that point. So the the tier seems to be the central hub that makes everything magical. And how big is the tier? The tier is about three feet tall. So big, but not like crazy. Big. Right, big, but could be moved. Big, but could be moved. Um, and I still have it just sitting in the throne room? Yes, it's sitting above the throne room, mainly because that's where you're making most of your power you know, the the throne room itself has magic, right? Mm -hmm. The tier has magic. It's well guarded in general because it's within the palace. So it's a safe place to have it. Is it though? Yeah, it's safer than where else would you put it? I mean, a secret place. It's got to create a huge amount of water and, yeah. it's, and it's got to feed the rest of the system. If you took it out of the system, then the city will be in a lot of trouble. It's bum town. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess I better, you know, talk to Grinkle. All right. Excellent. So, so uh, the, I am like, like 
what's my story? Am I like the two-pack hologram? What's going on? So when you appear in the throne room, you did they make him into a hologram? They did make him into yeah, a hologram. Weird. It was very weird after his dead. Yeah, you appear as like a form of yourself made out of water. You can do this whenever you wish, and then you speak through it in like this rumbling god voice. Creepy. Yeah, it's just it's super creepy. So, why? I know I took what's his face's place. Yes. Um. But why can't I leave? What's the deal there? If you leave, yeah, this starts to basically fall away, like. What, what they're doing is maintaining. There's a lot of workers around the edge of it that keep etching in this wall, mm-hmm. right? Which represents the magical wall of Ani. Yeah. And they're maintaining it. They're barely maintaining everything. You can leave for a short period of time. For you to leave for a long period of time, everything about Ani will, will begin to crumble. I see. And why? I mean, what? I, again, I just, I don't remember so much. It's been so long. How did this all start? It started, okay, so what happened Because I know he told me some sad story about right. murder and ripping out hearts and whatever. Yeah, basically the god, uh, the old god, right? The god of man, the god of aspiration, killed the god of the sea, and who was a very good friend of his, tore out his heart and used his body to power this magical energy because he knew that Ani needed it in order to survive. Right, because he, Ani wasn't like that before. Correct. Okay. Exactly. Ani That's was not I a magical city. Couldn't remember. Yeah, he did all of this because he wanted An- to give Ani the best chance it had to survive and be incredibly powerful for all time, basically. He, he did a lot of things that were arrogant and wrong. And one of the things was killing his best friend in order to power his own city that he made. Right. Right. Now, he stayed in there to control it, because someone had to control it. There had to be a divine force running everything. And with him, you know, giving it up, someone had to take his place, and that was you. So you took his place. Oh, right, I swapsied with him on the throne room. Yep. Yeah, and then he, what happened to him again? Uh, I believe he finally died. For realsies. For realsies, yeah. Okay. He's yeah. not like out there no. waiting to like pounce <laughs> no. again. No, 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 no. You finally put him in his place. Okay. Yeah. Um, elf power. Right. Elf power. That's elf actually, power. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, you can use seven seconds of it um, <laughs> at this particular juncture. All right. Gringle it is. So you call it the Gringle. There's a you know, wave of water and this portal opens up before you and there's a splash and a small gnome who is normally incredibly well-dressed with this ridiculous hair and makeup. His makeup's running, his hair is all tangled and pulled out, his clothes are disheveled, and he falls down and he kind of stands up and straightens himself. He's like, your majesty. So he's not resentful at all? Not not to you. Okay. Ever. Your majesty, it's it's a pleasure, your majesty. Go. Yes, ma'am. I have only just now learned of your fate, which seems very questionable. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been something people told you right away, and you were really, really hugely focused on the blockade and things like that. Time doesn't work the same way. Yeah. So to you, it might have been a week. Right. But he's like, oh, I suppose. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like my closest advisor. Exactly. Wouldn't I have been like, okay, dude, like now is not the time to go on vacay. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, also you Like I know a, you have your unused right. leave balance, <laughs> but. You've never, ever gone on vacation yeah. one day. Majesty, I, I apologize for not getting to you sooner, the circumstances, and, but 
I am here now. Yes. Tell me more of your circumstances. Well, one does not want gossip, Your Majesty. <laughs> you always want to gossip. But you, your mother may have misinterpreted some of my actions in defense and service of you, of course, and believed me to be a threat. What were these actions? Well, there was this gentleman, the one who was with you, Haldir. Mm-hmm. Haldir seemed to wish to take the throne. Without you there, his claim from Ryland made some legal sense that he may have been able to take it over. I objected heartily, of course. And when I tried to take more control, for you, of course, simply in reserve, ma'am, you understand, they considered that a bit of a hostile act. And I was thrown in the dungeon. But they didn't take Haldir's attempt to wrest control a hostile act? Haldir seemed to make a bit of a bargain with your mother. Do you know the nature of this bargain? I do not know for sure, for I was in the dungeon, but from what I have heard, they were talking, and she allowed him to leave. Oh, the worst. My parents are the worst. Well, technically, technically, he does have a royal, you know, what's the what, what's it called when... Lineage? Blood? No, when a, uh, when a, uh, a, uh, diplomat... Uh, Immunity? Uh, technically... Technically, he has diplomatic immunity. That diplomatic immunity doesn't give you the right to a throne. No, it does not give you right to a throne, which is something I said several times, ma'am. What was their basis, their alleged legal basis of even thinking about giving Haldir? And and how soon after his reappearance did Haldir attempt to take over the throne? No, it was not long at all. However, once you made your and your great show of force, that was quickly set to the side. Everyone accepted you or was afraid of you, and that cemented your power in the throne room. It was never questioned again. So... This is sort of a, a, a non-in-character watch. So, basically, I released Joe. Yes. Joe comes back and immediately rests control? Uh, tried to, Absolutely. Okay, but, like, that's immediately oath-breaking. Yes, 100%. Immediately. 100%. But I thought he was released a little later. He was really So he was technically, the way he described it, looking for to establish order, right? So he carefully worded it. He just wanted to keep order in the throne room, right? Right, but that's, I mean, that's carefully worded, but, again... That doesn't supersede a bond. Anyway, no, it's done. Yeah, well, I mean, you were saying, like, like you know, don't, you, you, he can't do anything to harm Ani or others. Technically, by trying and, to establish and to order. And to act in my interests. By trying to establish order, he could have thought he was acting in your interest, and he wasn't trying to hurt the city. So it was a very, very fine line there. Yeah. Yeah. I think a blurry fine line. <laughs> but Absolutely. basically. Net. But now, what happened soon after? What happened soon after that, though, was this woman, this red-haired woman. Red-haired woman? Yes. She walked into the throne room, waltzed past everyone who was kneeling, and simply snapped her fingers. And something happened with Haldir. Something I still don't understand. But she seemed to break whatever hold you had over him. It's very difficult being underwater all the time. Of course, ma'am. Um, I mean, it's... 
We've both been in our own prisons, Gringle. Hello, God's Fall listeners. This is Archon Mordok, demigod of balance and the dean at the Temple of Odea. I am here to formally invite you to listen and watch Rise of the Demigods, a story set 105 years in the past, just before the Great God's War. That's right, Dean Mordok. Hey, people, this is Slugs, the demigod of spiders, and I am also here to talk to you about Rise of the Demigods. Our story features me, along with all of my friends who are new students at the Temple of Udea. The Rise of the Demigods story informs God's fall, but does not reveal secrets. So you can listen to both shows without worrying that one will spoil the other. You can also watch Rise of the Demigods every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central on twitch.com slash godsfall. The cast and DM Vardian are live in chat and ready to answer any and all questions you have about the show. We have video and podcast archives of every single episode ready for you to watch and listen so you can get caught up whenever you want. Links to the video and podcast versions of Rise are available on our website, demigodsfall.com, including YouTube, Twitch, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and the direct RSS feed. So come by and check out me, Slugs, and find out what events led to the Great God's War. Wait, the what now? Don't worry about it, Slugs. You'll find out soon enough. What other news of the city? And I realize you've been in um, limited engagement, but what other news do you have for me? I summoned three of your advisors while being walked to the well. I spared, with, I spared no time, wasted no time whatsoever. I have some information. The blockade has shifted. To the north, to the northwest, several ships have left the blockade and are heading back towards Kadal. Well, in addition, that can't be good. They have moved the cannon. Two ships have hooked up to it and are dragging it north towards Kadar as well. Do we have any agents in Kadar itself? Oh, yes, of course. So what news of Kadar? We would have to send messages out to out to them. It would take a couple days, but I can have it done right away. Chop, in chop. the meantime, we could send a ship. We could. We have some up north. Well, so I can see whatever the... This, these are Godstone ships? Oh, yes, ma'am. So how do I access those? Every one of the ships in the fleet has a... Every one of these Godstone ships also has a golden construct upon it. Now, let me show you where... And he would roll a map out, mm. right? So, right here. Wait, but aren't Kadarians like professionals at taking down golems? Oh, yes, totally. Yeah. You have to be very careful, man. Mm. But it gives you a body, shall mm. we say. What can I see? What, what what can I see now? If you focus on this spot right here, ma'am, close your eyes, focus carefully. Go ahead and roll a 20-sider. I have one oh, in good. my hand. Perfect. It's pink. It's one of my My Little Pony dice. Those are the official My Little Pony dice. See if I return to my old ways of rolling ones. All I'll see... <laughs> is permanent twilight. Okay, so plus seven, 13, that's enough. So, you close your eyes and you focus and you can feel like a pull in your body and you feel like drawn up 
and out through the well and above the city. And you can see this viewpoint then shift quickly north until you're above this ship, plummet down into it, and then you're within this gem. It's like you're contained within it. You can feel the power rippling out from you and your ship is sailing and bobbing north. Right now, what you can see is the coastline of Kadar, just a little bit in the distance as you're approaching to it. Mm -hmm. You kind of close your eyes and time speeds up a bit. Bob, 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 bob. As you get closer, you can start seeing columns of smoke on the horizon as you're pulling nearer to Kadar. Well, that's not great. You can also hear the voice of the captain or the thoughts of the captain of the ship, and you can communicate with him as well. He's wearing a godstone around his neck. Can I connect with all godstones? Yeah, well, you can connect with all of them that you have control over. Okay. Now, if you saw another one, you could try. Yeah. But, you're not, but if you don't know where it is, you really can't do it. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm really much more interested in what the Kadarians are talking about. Oh, totally. Are there any Kadarians still hanging around, Ani, or have they all fled? There are still some towards the west and south. They seem to be reshifting, but about a fourth of the fleet left. Can I see any godstones on any of those ships? As you're approaching, you're just seeing columns of smoke. As you get a little closer, you start seeing ships. Okay. Broken, burning sinking, the decks are just splashed with blood, but you don't see anyone on No people. Them. No people at all. They use Torvik right around now. <laughs> yeah, right. Go fly up as a bird. Because I am guessing that there are some birds around. <laughs> like, I saw some shit. Yeah, I saw a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> some, Let me tell you. Some shit went down. Yeah, oh my God. Who are the agents? In, like, is there any way I can commune with our agents in Qatar. You could certainly send off a bird from the ship. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's absolutely. do that. So the captain says, yes, ma'am, and then starts barking on orders, and they go down into the boat, and they pull out a couple of crows, and they've got little messages tied, and boom, they send them out, and you see like four birds fly out from the ship and go sailing towards the shore. As you're getting closer, there's more smoke. I mean, at some point... I'm not going to endanger my ship and my crew into this wreckage area. Right. And God knows what, what lurks beyond. Yeah. Um, so. Could always send the construct. Because if there's anything that Fryany is, I don't, but I could. But like if there's some mysterious unknown force that could then wrest control of it, then I have some horrible thing that can be like turned and used against me. I'm not blindly sending something into a situation. If there's anything that Fryony is, it's cautious. Right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, information always first. Yeah. I, I'm not Doro. I'm not just going to go <laughs> yeah. flying into some wretched situation. So how much closer do you want to get? Uh, none more closer. Okay. So you want to, <laughs> to pull parallel or turn around? Is that from something none none, none more, more closer, closer. It, it sounds familiar it's not familiar. closer but it's like none none more something yeah yeah anyway um I, I think turn around okay so you give the order to turn around the they start to like bring the sails in a bit and hit turn the wheel and the boat begins to turn around as it does and you're kind of just like looking towards the side and everyone else is looking towards the side one of your people like up in the crow's nest shouts and points like, 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 look to the land, look to the land. And as they do, there's 
You, you can see now that like several of the ships have also sunk in the bay around Meriden, which is the the closest city to the coast in this area. Whole city has gone up in flame, and there's smoke billowing everywhere. And cutting through the smoke is a form, someone walking. And as it gets closer, you can see that it's gigantic, and it's coming straight towards the shore. Towards the shore. Correct. So in your direction. So away from the shore. Sorry, it's it's walking towards, it's walking on land towards Towards, the shore. I see. Okay. I see. Um, How big, how fast? Okay. Uh, Roll me a perception. Nice. So that's going to be like a 24. Mm -hmm. So... I know everything now. Yeah. Okay. So you stare for a moment and you can tell that it's about a hundred feet tall. It is towering and it is moving quickly towards the water. It's it's also got its hand out as it's walking and there are two shapes within its hand. One of them appears humanoid and the other appears to be a large wolf. A large wolf. Yes. Does it look like a golem but bigger or like something else entirely no those two look like like the, no no no. the big thing oh the big thing looks like just a big person like it it's walking and moving like a person it appears to be made out of flesh and as it gets a little closer you can see now that it looks undead there are parts of its flesh that are open where you can see bone you can see some of its jaw has pulled back away it's like like a, a giant zombie like a giant zombie Is it moving fast enough that it could catch us if we're like, exactly? I mean, you're already turned around. The thing could go into the water, but it would have to swim really fast. Yes. Well, let's run away. Okay. Like sensible people. Also, while we're running away, I would like to use my divinity. Of course. A long time since I've said that. And push out. Do I get any sense? Like, what are the sense that I get from either the giant thing? or the humanoid looking thing or the wolf. All right, excellent. I would like you to roll that 20 cider. Oh, three. That's all right. Oh. You have a 10. Plus, yeah, so so you push out your thoughts and trying to like 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 get a general feeling. When you hit this creature, this giant undead thing, you feel old pain and suffering and death and disease and suddenly you realize exactly what it is. That is the corpse of the god of death. Oh, sort of like the corpse, the despairing corpse of the god of the sea. Absolutely. Okay. And so then, presumably, uh, the wolf and the human avatar, or the human, is like the new wannabe god of death? Roll again and shift your power towards her. Ugh, three again. Same, though. Yeah, I mean, you get the sense that that is the new god of death and whatever creature she has summoned along with her. It's just one more undead thing that she has next to her. Oh, so it's like a zombie werewolf. Basically, yeah. So she has risen this wolf and she has also risen the old god of death for to what means you don't know. But you can feel her as you're doing it and you can see her turn towards you and kind of turn her head to the side and smile as if she feels your presence as well. I mean, probably. Is death necessarily evil? I mean, not necessarily the old... I mean, the the circumstances don't seem great. I mean, the old god of death 
was the partner of the god of aspiration and helped him defend the five kingdoms from the other gods. He, mm. they, I mean, he died defending Ani from Sephora. So good, bad, I mean. But not evil. Not necessarily. Not, not, not fundamentally, because I think people tend to associate death with evil, but Correct. not necessarily it. Yeah, never really, from what you understand, from what you've read, did anything particularly evil. Can I get any read of of like intentions or evilness or anything? You can try and speak with her. You can try and communicate. You can try and push a little harder and basically say, you know, and talk to, and talk to her. Okay. All right. So do I need to roll yeah. again? Three. <laughs> Fifteen. There you go. Lost seven. Yes. So that's quite good. So you think for a while and you are staring at her and then you kind of feel her as she looks at you and you feel like like a little ping and then you can sense that you can send your thoughts to her. Okay. I would like to ask what has transpired here? I have risen the god of death. The walker will help save us all. The walker is the big scary monster thing? Yes. Save us from what and how? From she who remains and points past you towards the void. She who stayed, she who remained, she who has gained so much power must be met with power of our own. Hmm. Who is she who remains? The old god, the one of chaos. She remained, she lived past the others trapped within the world storm, but she awakens and she must be stopped. Neat. <laughs> We're probably not going to be besties because you don't seem fun, <laughs> but very filled with purpose. So who caused this and why? Because they stood in the way, so I claimed them and took them for my army. Now she does that. You She's can see, raising a giant yeah, undead navy on the shore. Basically, they're all you know running towards the shore. There's hundreds and hundreds of zombies. Many of them are in Kadarian uniforms. So she's not necessarily evil, but she's killing a whole bunch of people to make an army. Yeah. She yeah. slaughtered everyone who was in her way, rose them as her own, and now they're basically, as they get to the shore, they're plunging into the water, and now they're all swimming. This like this long line of zombies swimming out so from no the shore. So no one's great here. They don't seem good. Now, yeah. if she killed five or six hundred Kadarians and sunk a bunch of their ships and burned one of their cities and ended up saving all of the five kingdoms. Mm, good, bad, I mean, you know. I mean, it depends on your view of utilitarianism yeah. now, doesn't it? Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Well, actually, no, but I think utilitarianism also has a component where you can't 
actively cause. Well, I don't know. Oh, well, she went way Regardless, past that. Yeah. I, I, I might. It's been a while yeah. um, since I've read my John Stewart yeah. Mill. So. Yeah. But she did. She burned She burned down about half a dozen ships. She burned a city to the ground, so killed. Just how, to make an army. Well, because they got in her way and then took him to her army as well. Yeah. I mean, so sure it was a sort of a secondary. It wasn't her main purpose. Right. But why not? Yeah. Maximizing her... efficiency, which I can respect. Yeah, exactly. How did they get in your way? Well, the ships were there. The people were there. Oh, like literally physically in the way. They were physically in the way. Like when she, she went in a straight line towards the God of War and they were just there. So she dispatched of them. Can I communicate in any way with the corpse of the old god of death when you reach to it yeah there's no mind there it's not it's like with just... Cedo. there's nothing it's literally just a corpse that she rose okay is there any ability to give it any kind of compulsion there's nothing there there's mm. there there's no mind there there's nothing there it's just a it's just flesh it's all it is it's just flesh <laughs> And then it reaches the water as well and just begins walking into the water and holding her aloft. And they're heading towards this, there's like one ship that hasn't been burned and it's heading right towards that ship. On the deck of that ship is a couple zombies and then one zombie that seems different. Like the others are just kind of standing there or doing what they're doing what they're told, like pulling mm-hmm. on rigging. This one seems to be giving orders. And is in like in control. Can I connect with that zombie at all? Roll, absolutely. Oh, three again. <laughs> so, no. So, well, <laughs> you reach out and you can feel him. There's a mind there. Unlike the others, this one is thinking. It's almost like communicating with a person. And you see him kind of like look over his shoulder and snarl towards you and and then turn back and start giving orders again. Can I try and give him a compulsion? Yeah, you can absolutely try. What's the what's on the ship? What kind of weaponry, whatever? So it's a large Kadarian warship. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a uh, ballista in the back, sorry, in the front. So there's a large crossbow weapon in the front. There's a catapult in the back, and it's got three large sails. And is there anything flammable on this ship? I mean, not that you can see, not that but you can I, tell. But it's from a this. warship. Yeah, but it's a so warship. So presumably. I mean, there's definitely oil on it somewhere. Or... I mean, if they're going to fire a giant cannon thingy, like some sort of gunpowdery, weren't they, were they manufacturing gunpowder stuff? They do have stuff? a giant cannon, but it's steam. Oh, they're yeah. steam cannon. Yeah. yeah. And that was the dwarves. The the, the dwarves some, uh, somehow have managed to, to make a steam cannon. Oh, right, because I had my engineer go and mm-hmm. try and do something. Exactly. And I didn't get an update on where we were with that, which is probably foolish. They were still trying to figure it out, basically. Okay. Um, are the Kadarian ships ironwood, or are they just regular? Some of them are. This one is not. Okay. So, how far away is it? Is it within range of anything on our ship? Well, you're now with the, you're you're about 500 feet away, and and making up and gaining like 500 feet and widening. So you could launch a catapult. It'd be a very long distance, but you could launch one of your catapults. Okay. Um, I think. I would like to simultaneously, uh, you know, go try and do a fire catapult or whatever. I want to sure. take the ship out. Okay, okay. Because it seems like her getting to the ship would not be amazing. Okay. Um, 
is my is my is my feeling. <laughs> um, so let's try and take it. But at the same time, I would like to try and give a compulsion to this sentient zombie. Sure. And do I get a sense of what it is, or if it's just a sentient zombie? It's. I mean, it's weird. Like it is as if it's just a person. Yeah. But dead. Okay. So it's really hard to tell, frankly. It's you like it's you've, it's something you've never ex- experienced before. It's just like it is a okay. Mm, compulsion's got a range of thirty feet. Seems to be a little closer, just a wee bit closer. Mm. But you can fire the catapult. Yeah, you started putting rules in on the spells, which you didn't use to before. Five hundred feet's really far. It's not that far. It's super far. It's. Oh, I guess it's more than a football yeah, field. Yeah, there are very few spells that have that range. Well, yeah. what's the point then? Well, just gotta get a little closer. Well, no, that's a lot closer. It's a lot closer, yeah. All right, well, let's try the catapult. All right, so you order. Do I have any long-range spells? Can I use my divinity? Yeah, but your divinity has has range limitations too. Mm, so it's the same thing. I mean, 500 feet, like like you can't cast a lightning bolt, magic, but nothing has a 500 foot range. Hmm. Yeah. But, but a catapult does. Yeah, well, sure. All right. So you order the catapult to fire. Okay. All right. So it, they, 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 it's basically on a big rotating a plinth. And they have it rotated back around since you're going directly away from it now. And they crank it down and they load shots into it. And they're like, fire! 19. 19. Okay. So they line it up and they fire and the shot goes directly towards the ship. You see um, that one zombie kind of turn at the last minute and growl and dive to the right as it slams into the side of the deck. The whole ship kind of turns a little bit and the big zombie is finally getting there. It has punched a hole into the side of it. Not enough to sink the thing, but it has hit it hard. Do you want to fire again? Yes. All right, roll again. They crank it down. They reload it. 15. All right. You fire one more shot. I'm going to roll to see if he can catch. Uh, and he didn't. So he didn't get there in in time. As the giant zombie is getting there, as the, as the, as the god of death is getting there, another shot. Wham! Hits in the front of the ship and punches another hole in it. The god alights her down onto the ship, and she starts screaming orders, right? And you see zombies running down underneath the deck and beginning to crawl into the hole, and they're just wedging themselves. Bodies are are just wedging in through these holes to kind of pack them in. Do you want to fire again? Wait, so it's not a fiery catapult? No, these are just catapult shots. Well, can I send something fiery? Uh, you could. That's the whole point. Do you want to launch a barrel of oil? Yeah, I want to light some shit on fire. All right, so you yell at you, yell at your people. That's they what I run meant in down, the first place. They run back now up. Now I'm going to get a three. With a giant barrel of oil, and they winch it down. So it's got this one huge barrel. Now it's going to be a one, and I'll light myself on fire. Now it's a six. Okay, okay. So you launch it, and it's like tumbling end over end towards it, and the god it of death earlier. smacks it to the side. Like, well, like it gets towards the ship, and he just smacks it, and now he's kind of like looming I a little. That was a sheet. Oh, the big thing. Right, the big one. Sorry, the dead god of war. Yeah. Smacks this barrel to the side, turns eyes towards you, and just kind of reaches under the water, and then pulls out a huge rock, lifts it over his head, and hurls it towards your ship. 
misses. It just sails just over you like the water from it kind of drops down onto your crew, hits in front, gigantic burst of water. Are you still fleeing? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm not dumb. And you've then you've got so they run down, grab another barrel, you've got two more shots before you're out of range. Oh, oh. I, hit, I hit that thing though. Okay, you could roll it again. That was interference. <laughs> Go over here. Thirteen. Alright. Let me That's see if much let me see if he can hit it. Okay. So it goes end over end and hits the front of the ship now that it's turned towards you, cracks over the uh bow basic basically and Draw splatters the whole skills. I'm working on it it splatters over the whole front of the ship with oil do you then see them loading up a shot basically because now they gotta catch it on fire so they got like 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 six like 60 coals and they've lit the thing and like ready ma'am presumably this has to be a little less accurate since they're right this is more of a shotgun burst one. Oh, oh that's no, not I'm good. I'm going to light my ship on oh, fire. Oh, hang on. Okay, so... You had they, a five, they, so... Yeah, but that, to see what happens. But it couldn't be that disastrous. They load it with fire, and they light it on fire, but unfortunately, it catches part of it on fire, and the rope snap. So it's going to take them rounds to reload it, and you'll be out of range Oh, by but then. we're not on fire. No, but you wrecked okay. your catapult. Well, I mean, that is unfortunate, yep. but... Right. If well, you were to swing to the side, there's enough for one ballista shot. So you could cut the, ballista? the big crossbow on the front. If they cut left and then went back, they could still stay out of range, but maybe get one shot off towards the front of that ship again. Can I light the crossbow on fire? Yep. Okay, let's do that. Then. All right, so they wrap it in cloth, soak it in oil, light it on fire, and... There you go. Just this one like flaming arrow sails all the way across, strikes the ship in the front, and whoom, just burst into fire. That one zombie is screaming. Everyone's gathering buckets of water, but as you are sailing out of range, it's still burning. So at the very least, it's you slowed her down. down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, well, neat. Um, all right, well, I'm going to have to... So I'm just sort of... You can leave this thing whenever yeah, you want. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah. I'm not for real on no, here. exactly. Because I was getting ready to be like, all right, sorry, guys. Like, I'm trying to help you. But <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You signed up for the military, so, yeah, you, you can know... peace out whatever you want. Assumption of the risk. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, I am going to peace out. All right, so, boom. You're back inside the well, and you have a whole bunch more information. Is there anything else you want to do, or... I'm pretty tired. No, that's actually perfect. That, that's okay. a fantastic place It seemed like a good stopping stop. point. Yep. For behind-the-scenes video, original artwork, maps of the God's Fall world, and early access to future episodes, head over to patreon.com slash Vardian and help make sure we can keep recording and producing God's Fall. We'll see you next time in the world of the Five Kingdoms.